Hey there, welcome back to the SE Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Cody McGuffey, and today is a fun one. We get to talk with Angel, specifically Passive Income Angel on YouTube and TikTok. Check her out, by the way. And she gets to ask the questions because this was an interview for her channel. We share it to our podcast, to our listeners as well. Hopefully you get some value out of it. Today, uh, we talk about why Everbee was started, what we stand for, and how its features work to help our Etsy sellers grow their businesses, especially those of you who are new in e-commerce. As we dive into this episode though, I'd like to challenge you to one thing. A lot of people listening to this are just, again, getting started on Etsy in, in their e-commerce journey, or maybe they have a dream and they're getting discouraged, right? It's natural to get in, to get discouraged when you're on this, like, this journey of, of a new business. I try to encourage you here by just reminding you actually, that you're just one product away, completely changing your business and completely changing your life. I mean, I've seen it time and time again. It's happened in my life as well with physical products, with digital products. And really it just, it only takes one product, one winning product to really, really take your business to the next level. And then naturally just changes your life. So try to remember this as you're working so hard and you're listening and you're doing all the education. Try to remember that you're just one product away. As always, this episode is brought to you by Everbee, and we believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to pursue their passions and live life on their own terms. We believe in making e-commerce accessible to everyone in the world and in using it to make a positive impact in our families and in our communities. Everbee is the SE business tool that helps SE sellers find winning products, gets more sales and grows their business. And with Everbee, you'll quickly understand what people are searching for on Etsy and then what they're buying on Etsy. So you just get to make exactly what the customer wants. Good for you. And when you wonder where your listing is showing up on Etsy in the search results, which page are you, you know, are you ranking for? Our rank tracker will show you that. It'll show you exactly where you're ranking on which page and you can understand which keywords are working and which ones are not. And when you have that dreaded Etsy suspension fear due to some accidental trademark infringement on one of your listings, everybody will let you know our trademark monitor automatically scans all of your listings on your shop every single month to make sure that we'll let you know if there are any potential issues with your listings in regards to, to trademarks. So it's a tool you guys need to be using to grow your business as always. Sign up for free, everbee.io. Let's jump in. everyone welcome to my channel today i have a really special guest i have cody he is the creator of everbee everbee is a chrome extension that allows you to spy on your etsy competitors so cody would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and why you created everbee what gave you the, the idea yeah thanks first of all thank you for having me on seriously i appreciate it um it's kind of cool to see the story i guess but yeah overall my name is cody founder ceo of everbee we are a Etsy growth tool. Basically, any Etsy seller can come to Everbee and find the best products to sell on Etsy and find the best keywords to use on Etsy uh, in order to, the whole goal is to help them grow their business and grow it faster and grow better. We started out as like just a Etsy research tool, like product research, keyword research. And now we're evolving into more like a, a SEO tool, a, you know, basically a business tool for anybody that wants to grow their Etsy business. Like we're the one-stop shop to do that thing. So yeah, I was an, I was an e-commerce seller. I sold on Amazon FBA with my first like e-commerce journey, entrepreneurship journey, learned a lot about the creation process, sourcing products, product research, using various tools for Amazon. And when I came over to Etsy, I realized that there was like a huge gap. Like there was like, there's not, there wasn't a lot of tools out there to any, that, that would enable me to basically have like a faster path in order to create success on Etsy. And I also had a, like a tech tech background as well. I worked at software companies from like my, my day-to-day -day job. And I knew that I wanted, it was wanted to build a software product also. So it was a cool opportunity to kind of mix software with e-commerce, you know, two loves that I had mixed with 
entrepreneurship, helping other, you know, sellers, people like me. Anyway, long story, but that's kind of the part of it. Cool. That's really inspiring. How, like how long did it take you to create from the idea, the inception of the idea to like actually getting it launched? I'm just curious. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. It's like nothing's built in like a day kind of thing. Like, um, cause I, I also built multiple, multiple e-commerce businesses, right. That I failed at most of them had a couple of them succeeded Amazon and then Shopify, things like that. Um, and Etsy as well, eventually Etsy. And during all that process, like any entrepreneur listening to this can really relate to this. I think is like, we have shiny thing syndrome and like, we just, yeah. we believe that we can do almost everything or we can figure it out at least. And so we build a bunch of products, a bunch of businesses. We like launch this. I'm going to launch this for the next three months and launch this next, this month. And by the way, I'm doing like five other things while I also have a full-time job and wife and kids. Right. And, and I was the same way. The answer is not really, really clean. It's really, really messy. And meaning like I built like a whole bunch of like small software products and stuff that I try to get off the ground way before Everbee and way before even Etsy. So I had a whole bunch of like a graveyard of failures, you know, in, in building different things. I think I had one that was like in the construction industry because I was really interested in real estate investing. And I did that whole thing. So it was like serving contractors, didn't succeed at all. Built another I thing. Like that, another that really reminds me of like someone journey on, on Etsy, you know? As far as they, like, you have all of these graveyard, you know, um, listings that like, you're like, I, when, you, when you first get on, you're like, oh, I'm going to create all these listings to get all these sales. And then, you know, crickets, you know, and it, it takes, and it's when you see those multi-million dollar Etsy shops, you're like, oh, well, it's so easy for them. You know, you just, you just see the end result. You don't see what it took to get there. And it's you like, same that. with Everbee. It's like, oh, you're the success, successful business owner. And it's like, but you have to remember how hard you had to work to get there. Yeah, totally. And there's behind like every person or every shop, every Etsy shop, um, every creator, YouTuber, every software founder, owner, everybody. I mean, there's a graveyard of dead businesses, right? That they that they tried or dead products, dead listings that they launched that didn't have any sales, right? And Etsy sellers are no exception of this, right? Like for every, and we see the data because we see millions and millions of data uh, of listings that shops that have the 80 20 rule right 20 percent of their their listings are the ones that drive 80 percent of their revenue like that means 80 percent of a, a shop that has like a thousand listings probably more than 80 percent of those those listings don't do anything they have zero success right and that is just the way it is i don't it's, a, it's called a power law i can't i'm not going to try to describe it you know and, and try to justify why it is the way it is it, it's just the way it is and um, it's no exception for any entrepreneur, I think. So if somebody's listening to this and they're wondering like, that they feel like they're probably just a failure because they've launched like a bunch of listings, it only takes one listing to really change the whole life. Yeah. It takes one bestseller and it just yeah. can totally take your shot to the next level. Totally. And I think it just becomes the matter of how do you just find finding that one, creating that one and just don't give not giving up, I guess, because that's, that's so easy. I know we're kind of going into that whole thing and you're asking me about the story. But it is messy. Uh, how long did it take to actually create? Um, when I had the idea, it started out with just like a Google Google Sheet. I was tracking products because really, when I was a seller, I am a seller still. But like when I was like in that seller stage only, I was like, "Hey, how do I like shortcut this whole thing? You know, like how do I really just sell what people actually want instead of just like creating something and hoping that it sells?" That's that was the whole objective behind the thing. And so what I was doing is I was just typing in a keyword on Etsy, and then I would just try, I would take a product, I put it on a Google sheet and I track that product. This one seems like it's doing well, has a bestseller tag, right? It's probably selling well, track it. And I would look at the reviews and okay, it's got this many reviews. 
And then I would do it again for another listing, another listing, another listing. And pretty soon I have like thousands of listings on this Google sheet. And I'm just kind of like manually tracking through these things. We all know, or most of us know that you can actually look at a listing on Etsy. And if it has a lot of reviews, that means it's got a lot of sales. Right. It, only about know? 10%, like probably less than 10% of customers take the time to leave a review. Yeah, actually, we, what we, we've actually studied this in, in Everbee, fortunately. Um, and it seems like about the average is about 15% okay. the review ratio. Uh, and of course it's lower for some shops and higher for some shops. Some people are like 30% review ratio and that's awesome. Um, but yeah, 15% is kind of like the thing. So all you do is just basically divide the reviews on a listing by the 15% and there, there's the total sales. Oh, cool. Like this shop, this listing actually is selling. I should definitely consider selling something like this mm -hmm. versus a listing that has zero reviews or two reviews. Right. Well, should I go and make not something as much like validation? That? Not validation. Yeah. And it's funny because like on Etsy, they'll, they'll, it'll say like have a bestseller tag, but some of them aren't actually selling that well. You know, oh. they only have like two reviews and it, is that a bestseller? I mean, depends on whose definition, right? Do you, do you know what the ratio is for, for Etsy or is it like kind of random? Like how many sales per a window to get that bestseller badge? Is there like a secret recipe? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't, I don't think that there is a special re recipe like, um, that we've been able to find at least, uh, it's all anecdotal and like gut feeling. Um, but I've even seen listings that are bestsellers and they might have like two sales. That's crazy. You know, but they might have a lot of velocity in regards to like how many views and favorites. So oh, maybe okay. Etsy has a formula. I'm sure they have a formula on their back end. is like, this thing has a potential to be bestseller type of thing. So mm -hmm. they market as a bestseller and then pretty soon it is a bestseller, but yeah. Well, still, it's still worth paying attention to those ones that don't have as much validation if it has that badge. I think so. I, I, I wouldn't just write it off. Um, I would just say like, oh, that has a bestseller. Cool. Something they're doing something right. Or if but it's brand just... new, if it's just getting traction, then it's, you know, definitely a lot of attention to put on it. For exactly. That Totally built a spreadsheet. And then at that point I had a couple of software things I was like really wanting to do a mix with our e-commerce stuff that we were doing, selling products. And I'm just like, okay, I need to do this thing at some point and make, make the, make a move on whatever product, whatever I'm going to get really behind and like dedicate my life to. That's what I was really searching for. Like, and when I looked deep down, like, what was I, I wanted to dedicate my life to something meaning like five, 10 years, 15 years type of life. And so I was searching for that. And then eventually, um, I'm just like, I think this is it. You know, it was really to the point of like, I can get behind Etsy sellers because I love it. I, I love Etsy myself. I've mm -hmm. succeeded on Etsy. I've made, at this point, I had like $300,000 in revenue on Etsy mm -hmm. and I had enough validation in my head of like, I know how to do this and I know what's needed here. And so at that point, just the decision point of, okay, let's go build it then. And so, because we had this spreadsheet that was working for me, mm -hmm. how do we actually go build the first version of that? That took another seven months, I think of time from idea of like, okay, we're going to commit to it. We're going to build it. So in December of 2020, we decided to build Everbee okay. first, first version. It launched in May of 2021. So it's six months, I guess. So it's still uh, really, it's still fairly new then. Yeah. We're less than two years, mm -hmm. less than mm -hmm. two years. Yeah. yeah Cause exactly. I, I don't remember um, hearing about anything about Everbee when I first started in 2020, it like didn't exist. Yep. Didn't exist. Exactly. There was like E-Rank was around. Um, there was uh, other cool Marmalade was around for a while too. Mm -hmm. um, but they were all keyword focused, you know, and there wasn't anything really like, Hey, focused on product research, you know, validating products. And that's really what I, what I wanted as a seller. And so we launched in May of 2021 with just like zero users. Of course, it was just me and, uh, you know, basically a development team, a very small team that wasn't even my internal team built it. It was so bad, you know, but it did, it did like, it was, it, it was embarrassing. Right. But it it did the, the basics, you know, it did what like it needed to do. And, um, fortunately, like, I'm so thankful for those first 
couple people using Everbee still to this day. And they kind of just, at that point, I wasn't really sure if it was, you know, something that really people really cared about. I knew I liked it, but didn't know if the market liked it. And then at that point, we just kind of like kept going. We had another user, another 10 users. And pretty soon it was like, okay, if you can get to 10, you can get to 20, you can get to 20, you can get to 40. And um, just that kind of belief and faith, I guess, that it would continue to to, to go if we put energy into it. And it just did. We just kind of kept doubling down on what worked, made the product better and better based on feedback, listened to our users and listened to our community, really started focusing on community and building community. And now we have like over 10,000 people in this like Facebook group, right? Awesome. Yeah. And now we have over 120,000 users using Everbee every day. And it started out with zero, like less than two years ago. So having a community of 120,000 people and we're helping them build their online business, building the dream, that some sort of dream that they have, like, I think it's super special and I'm just so grateful. I love how much this resonates with Etsy sellers. Like if you can get 10 users, like the, to me, that's like, I, I often tell people who I coach, if you can get 10 sales, you can get 100 sales. If you can get 100 sales, you can get a thousand, you can get a hundred thousand. Those first 100 users are probably harder to get than your first 1000 users, right? Absolutely. Um, it's like your first is one is the hardest to get. Like, and you, then your first 10 is still really hard. And then your first, you get another 10, it's a little easier because you kind of like have some confidence. Mm -hmm. um, but man, I agree with you. Like, I believe in this, this thing of, if you can get to 10, you can get to hundred, you can get to hundred, you get to a thousand. If you get to a thousand, you get to 10,000. It's just the truth, but you need to pay attention to what you did. Right. And then double down on what you did. Right. Yeah. And, and that's you how that, you scale an Etsy shop is, is really looking to see, you know, what am I, what is the data showing me I'm getting success with, you know, am I getting favorites? Am I getting traffic? Am I getting purchases? And then scaling that that either it's the SEO keywords or a combination of keywords in the design or the niche. Um, and then, you know, using that to scale out your shop. And that's what, what successful shops do. I love it. I totally agree with this. Um, I think what it comes down to it is a, a business really just needs like one main thing. It needs a product that people want to buy. Mm -hmm. And then, then you need to just get, put the product in front of the people. It's, mm -hmm. it's funny, right? That's it's, we complicate this business thing with SEO and keywords and all the crazy stuff, right? Yeah. and sales and discounts and pricing and all that stuff. But really it comes down to this. Like, do you have the thing that the person wants to buy? Right. If the answer is yes, then it's a matter of all these other things, right? But you need to have the product to serve the market. And so that everybody kind of, that was kind of the mission was like, at least solve this core problem first. And then people can figure out the best way to price something and all this stuff. Sure. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I totally agree with you. Like, that's why I respect like so much like what you're doing, um, which is like building your community and just educating people because there's so many gaps in this e-commerce world, right? It's it's really complex, actually. Mm -hmm. We make it complex as humans. And you're trying to cut through all that noise and just tell them like a source of truth, like, hey, focus on this. And I, I just respect that a lot in you. Well, thank you. So moving back on to Everbee, can you tell us a little bit more about Everbee and the features it offers? Totally. Yeah. So product research is the, is the core. Um, we show you the best products to sell on Etsy. So you can go to, you could, if you, if you sell to moms, I guess, right? Like, let's say, or let's say, let's say you sell to new moms. How about that? You could type in like baby blankets or baby, just type in baby in the, in the, in the search, in the search term, search, search field, click on product analytics in the Chrome extension, and you'll be able to sort by revenue of which things are selling the best for baby. So that way you understand what people are actually, actually buying on Etsy and, and specifically in that keyword. So baby, okay, they're buying this baby blanket. They're also baby buying this baby bib. Oh, I can make that. Oh, I can make something like that. I can make something like that. And then pretty soon you have this like a bunch of products. You have a clear path of, okay, I can make products that people actually want to buy. They're obviously buying these things. I just need to make products that are maybe different or better or more unique or something like that. 
keyword research is is the feature that we've been focusing on a lot too. It's one thing to actually understand what they're buying, but it's also just what are people searching for in general? Like how many times are people searching in new mom or baby blanket or tumbler cup or whatever it is, right? How many times per month are people volume. actually search search volume? Exactly. And the competition as well. We're, we're actually just releasing that today as well. Understanding the competition, understanding the opportunity, right? Because it's one thing to be searching for a baby blanket and it has 2000 people searching for it per month. But if it's got like 10 million listings on it, that you're competing right. with competition. It's hard to compete. A couple other things too. You could like look, look through a shop. If you, if you find a competitor shop, you could actually just like see what the best products in that shop that are selling. So you can don't have to just guess. So if a shop is, seems like they have, a, they have like 200,000 sales in their shop. The first question that I ask is a seller is like, okay, well, what's, which listing is bringing all the list, bringing all the sales to the shop. The 80, and, 20 rule and the figuring yeah. out those 20 nearing, narrow, narrowing those down. Nailed it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just use Everbee product analytics and you can actually just analyze their entire shop in one click and it will show you, Hey, these listings here, these 20 listings are like, this one's doing $10,000 a month. This one's doing $30,000 a month. This one's doing $2,000 a month. And all these other ones are doing zero. Right. And right. now I know, okay, well, I'm not going to go make a bunch of products that don't have demand. And we never like recommend people like copy, right? Some people mm -hmm. would replace, you know, they kind of mistake me and I'll say like, make something like this. Don't copy. We never encourage this. It's more like take the market Adding research. Adding new value to it. Add value to it. Yeah, exactly. Etsy calculator, right? To understand like, it's, it's, it's funny. We all have spreadsheets or I had spreadsheets that I just lived off of my profit calculator spreadsheet that I built, mm -hmm. but a lot of folks don't really have interest in building a spreadsheet, right. And mm -hmm. understanding their profit margins or even understand what, what's even look for in a profit margin. So we have a profit calculator for this, um, purely based, based on people letting us asking the same questions. Like, how do I know how much profit I'm making? What's a good profit profit calculator will do that for you and consider like Etsy fees. It'll consider like your listing fees, your transaction fees, your payment, payment processing fees, which not many people know Etsy takes a payment processing fee. Also, it's not just six and a half percent transaction fee. It's not just a 22%. I'm sorry, the 20 cent listing fee, but they also take a payment processing fee as well. So understanding those numbers, so you can actually run the, those things are the ones, the things that like underlying, like the foundation of your business, you know, and then listing ring tracker. And I can go on, on all day about the sure. different features, but trademark monitor we're launching soon. Oh, because exciting. Trademark. Yay. Trademark monitor. That's yes. so helpful. Hey, like actually, one of the well, serious things about selling an Etsy is like that, those, that trademark infringement, um, you know, that totally. you can watch out for. That's coming out today. Finally. I mean, depending on when you release this, it'll already be out, but, um, totally. Yeah. Uh, it's exciting. We've, worked on a lot and really it'll help people have that, that peace of mind a little bit when you have a big shop mm -hmm. that you're generating, you know, $10,000 a month from, you don't want to get shut down on a, from an accidental trademark infringement. Yeah. So this feature will basically scan all your listings automatically for you and basically give you warnings like, Hey, this listing here has a couple of trademark terms in it. Like check them out, you know, make sure you're good wow. and you can just it or not um, all automatically done for you. And so that's super cool, super exciting. And it also will scan it every single month for you automatically. So that way, if a trademark, you, you have a trade, you have a listing that's doing well, I mean, it's clear, no trademarks right now, but let's say next month, right. somebody registers a trademark. We will check that for you and tell you, Hey, this one just got registered. Like you need to probably wow. consider. So that will be <laughs> such a peace of mind that I didn't realize you guys were doing that. Like I, I had heard that you were talking about it, but yep. I was like, Oh, that's something that, that, you know, who knows that they could, ever, if they could ever do that. You guys yeah. actually did it. I'm so wow. Yeah, totally excited to get the feedback too from the from the um 
from users for sure. But it'll be in beta mode first, which means like we're still optimizing it, making it better and stuff like that. But yeah, very cool, very exciting. And then we're doing a lot of other things too, like a million things we could probably talk about all day. But overall, like helping Etsy sellers grow their business. If if somebody wants to grow their business, then they need to come to Everbee for sure and use it in a simple data-driven approach. So later on, I was actually going to ask you about, you know, a tool or a feature on Everbee that that is overlooked, but really valuable. But to, to me, and maybe I'm wrong, to me, you, you sort of already just mentioned it because you mentioned the shop analyzer. I don't really mm -hmm. see anyone teaching about this on YouTube, but that is such a valuable tool. Like personally, I, I often show like, you know, doing a general search on Etsy, you know, like um, da funny dad shirt, for example. And I and quickly quickly analyze to see, you know, what are what's the top listings? You know, which which ones are they? Because that's kind of what I'm more interested in. But I I don't often take the time out to show them the shop analyzer part where you go into a, those successful shops and you can quickly see which listings are driving all that traffic, all of that success. And it really it will allow you to create to um download a PDF, right? No, actually Google Google Sheet. Yep. It's a Google Sheet. And it basically prints out a blueprint for you of success on Etsy. And, and you can just follow that blueprint essentially. And it's such a valuable tool. Highly, highly recommend that tool for, for any Etsy seller. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that too, for sure. I think it's probably, it is an overlooked thing. Even I don't use it enough, right? Kind of thing. There's a lot of power in that for sure. I think that no question is super powerful. Um, another one is probably, so it's kind of fun, I think to talk about because most new Etsy sellers, if they're brand new, they don't believe that they could actually succeed on Etsy. They have a, a belief issue, right? Mm -hmm. And they they somehow they program themselves or through Facebook groups, all this stuff that only older shops on Etsy can be successful. And I hear it time and time again. People are just like, oh, the only successful shops have been around for five or six years, 10 years on Etsy. And that's why they're ranking so well. Well, I was curious to see if that's true. So Everbee shows that now. You could actually just go by shop you can use product mm -hmm. analytics and you can use shop age and you can mm -hmm. sort by shop age and see that, Hey, this, this shop is only like 18 months old. Right. And absolutely. this has 150,000 sales. That's less than two years, 150,000 sales. Like that is not an, that's not an old shop. Mm -mm. And then you have another one that has 12 months, it's 11 months old and it's got like 40,000 sales. I'm like, okay, that's totally myth is debunked. Like not yes. true at all. I love seeing that personally because Anytime the question comes into our mind is step question one is, is Etsy too saturated, you know, mm -hmm. to succeed? Like, no, it's not. No, there's, there's so much evidence. Yeah, I agree. I yep. actually have recent YouTube videos and uh, recent uh, TikTok videos where I find shops that are brand new, three, sometimes times only three oh, months cool. old, three months old and have thousands of sales that they've generated. I'm just like, guys, look at this. This is incredible. Like it, you can be brand new and in three months from now have thousands of sales if you're able, if you're willing to take the work and the time to do that trend research and see what's selling. And it's so important to look at those shops, those newer shops, because success leaves clues. Okay. And, you know, Everbee helps you to find those shops that are crushing it, that are brand new, because you can just reverse and reverse engineer their, um, their keywords and their niches. And you know what, what they're selling in is in demand. I love that. Exactly. I mean, it makes it, it makes us, you don't have to waste so much time. Yes. Like, gosh, like, I mean, I know you've been there too, I'm sure. Um, how many times have you just like created something because you just like felt like you just wanted to create it? And that's cool. Uh -huh. like, nothing wrong with that. It's great. But it doesn't always lead to sales, right? And most of the time it doesn't actually. Uh, I, I have inventions, literally inventions that I have on my wall, my shelf over here that I haven't sold anything up, hardly anything. Uh -huh. And I've got, I went and got patent pending and I like designed this thing, sourced a bunch of them, had it manufactured. 
ordered like a thousand of them in bulk and like all that and then didn't get any sales you know and it's because i didn't do the validation part i didn't do the product validation um because the market didn't really prove that this was actually needed or wanted and if it did i didn't check it um so anyway it's yeah it's i think another one feature that i need to do a better job personally educating people on like how to use it because it's a little bit more technical i guess um but listing rank tracker Okay. is something that's way overlooked i think with with everybody because everyone always asks the question of you know how am i showing how is my listing i just launched this listing like how is it ranking or why am i not getting set why am i not getting views and you could actually with listing rank tracker you could track your rank of your listing uh for example if you create a you know cat cat coffee mug or something like that right and you launch it and you know you believe it's an awesome product and then you optimize the SEO and you put the nice titles and nice tags, all this stuff. And then you, you launch it, but like, where are you ranking actually through all those keywords for cat mug, for coffee mug, for cat cup, for coffee cup mm -hmm. or whatever. You have a bunch of keywords that you could be showing up for on each one of these mm -hmm. search, search results. But how would you know, unless you actually went and typed in, in the search bar cat cup, and then went through your pages, page one, page mm -hmm. two, I don't page three, page four. Oh, I'm, page, I'm on page six. But you have to do that for every single keyword every single day. Everybody right. does that for you automatically. Automatically. Cool. Automatically. Really, like com really cool. completely. It does it every single day and it checks all your keywords for you and rank and it plots it on a map, on a on a on a on a graph to say, hey, you're ranked number 30. You're ranked number 30 today, which is first page. Cool. And then the next day you're ranked ranked number 25 on for cat cup. And then the next day, hey, you lost rank completely. And you're wondering why you lost, you you didn't get a lot of views that day. Well, it's because you lost rank for that keyword. Now the question is why and how to fix all that stuff. That's those are deeper questions. But anyway, I'm excited about that one. Also, it's a little more technical, but I think I think people as soon as they get it, they'll see the value. Well, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is your new Etsy seller podcast. Would you mind telling us a little bit more about that and then how we can go about listening to, to that podcast? Oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Um, it's funny we we were just doing interviews on YouTube. I was just doing interviews on YouTube because I really just enjoy talking with like people like you and just people that are crushing it and like go getters, entrepreneurs, specifically for Etsy. Yeah, we recently just we just decided okay, let's let's turn it into a podcast form also, um, not just YouTube videos, mm -hmm. and we basically just repurpose them into podcasts. People can listen to them on on anything any platform, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, all the other ones I guess if there's other out there. Mm -hmm. Really, we just look for interesting stories that are Etsy related Etsy stories to bring to our audience because so many people don't have, so many of our sellers do not have sisters, friends, brothers, uncles, parents that are entrepreneurs or specifically Etsy sellers. And so they don't get to have a lot of Etsy conversations, but the podcast Etsy seller podcast is dedicated towards almost like the, the listener can just be a fly on the wall for a conversation purely about entrepreneurship and Etsy. Mm -hmm. And it's a unique place for them to just really get insights, get goals, get value, get belief, get um, motivation to keep going when it's hard and dark and hear these stories of successful people like yourself, right? Of started with, started at nothing, right? They had a full-time job and then they had this dream of building a Setsi shop and then they executed and learned and executed and learned and executed. And eventually they achieved their goal, which was financial freedom, location freedom, time freedom, time with their family, with their newborns, those stories are not spotlighted enough. And that's kind of part of the mission is to do this because after all, everybody's mission is to help people uh, achieve like living a life on their own terms, passionate, like life uh, on their own terms, having that like time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom. And we just build tools to kind of support that, um, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I've started listening to it recently and I really enjoyed listening to it. You have just a such a diverse a group of people that you've spoken to, like you've, so, you've t spoken to like multi-million dollar Etsy shop owners mm -hmm. and new Etsy shop owners who are just really crushing it. And they all have their own different insights and, and actionable advice to give on how to be successful on Etsy and how to sell your things on Etsy. Um, so I've really appreciated it. That's I actually awesome. recently did an interview with Cody as well. Um, uh, it's called the Etsy Sellers Podcast, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. So I just recently did um, an interview with Cody there. I'll make sure to drop that in the description box below so that you guys can catch that interview there. But yeah, I've really appreciated just the really valuable insight from the, all of those different Etsy sellers. Isn't it cool? Like just talking to so many people about, and you're doing this too. It just shows you that there's not just one way to, to make it work, right? Mm -hmm. There's not one way to succeed. Like I'm hearing from these different people and they're like, oh yeah, I do Etsy ads. Like you need to do Etsy ads. And then I hear from somebody else who's like a six figure, multi six figure seller. And they're just like, oh yeah, I never do Etsy ads until like, they don't ever do Etsy ads and we're just it's like all organic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you, or they do social media or they don't do social media. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Influencing mar influencer marketing, TikTok. Some people do it, some uh -huh. people don't. Pinterest, right, is a new thing, right? Or not a new thing, but just like a thing. And some people do it, some people don't do it. And it's like mm -hmm. it's so cool. It just shows you you can just like if you just focus, you find your path, double down on what's working. Mm -hmm then man, you can make it. Uh, you're only like one product away from truly making a difference in your business and your life and your family. I, I truly believe this. This has happened to me so many times now at this point. I've heard the story so many times. It's like one listing that changed someone's life. Mm -hmm. And if it's got a, if, if it only gets you a hundred sales, yeah, it's not life-changing money, but it changed your life in, in a matter of like, wow, I just created one listing, created me, created a hundred sales. What if I did it again? It got me a thousand sales. And you can start seeing this like vision kind of unfold in front of you. And it's, 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 it's super awesome. I just, we just have an awesome community. Like you're and you're part of that. Right. And it's, we're just so lucky and we have an awesome team. Like everybody internal team, we're 15 people total in our, in our full-time team, plus freelancers and contractors and stuff like that. But we have like 15 people on our internal team that are just purely dedicated towards literally making Etsy sellers lives better through the business. And we're so like value driven in our, in our team. And it's because of our amazing customers that we have that makes it to where we can pour back into them on like a, a, internally, right. Where we can build features faster and build more valuable features. I don't know. We're just lucky all, all around. I would say, I think our why is really strong. Um, like everybody in our team, we, we all buy into the same why of why we do things and, and we really are customer obsessed, right. And user obsessed. And we really want to see them succeed. If they don't succeed, then why are we even doing it? You know? And as far as like me being involved, like this is my passion. This is what I, this is what I love to do. I love talking to entrepreneurship minded people, uh, mindset, success, money, because I, it's, it's like an underlying, it's a, it's a core part of all of our businesses, um, all of our families and all, all of our communities. Like we need to have an, we need to have a living. Right. And right. if you could do it in a way that's like fun, sustainable, then, then that's like something worth pursuing, I think. And yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, and we always love like hearing from users and customer feedback and like love jumping on calls, like with you or with, with other customers too, that have zero sales. Like we, we love talking with them sometimes because we can learn a lot from, from everybody. And it's not definitely not just me. I guess my point is with this is it's definitely not just me behind this thing. It's like literally our team is so powerful internally and so dedicated that I owe almost everything to them. So anyway, and that's the only thing that, that I love about Everbee, no, and using Everbee for, you know, about a year and the amount of changes and updates you've made to the extension is like incredible. Like if I ever have an idea, I know, um, I, you know, occasionally I talk with Cassie Johnson and mm -hmm. Jenny from the shop and they'll, they'll, we'll come up with like this crazy idea, like, oh, what if Everbee did this? And then, and then it's kind of like a pie in the sky, like dream, like, oh, that's, that's never going to, they're never going to add that. And then boom, you know, you guys add it and it's like, what? I love that. Um, 
So I, I just love that you guys are really listening to your customer customer base and taking totally. that input and putting it to action. I mean, it's what it's about, right? Like if we don't listen to you, then who the heck are we listening to, right? It can't just be all, all ego, ego based driven from Cody's ideas or or somebody in our team's ideas. Like, you know, we need to listen to the people that we're serving, um, which is you and and Cassie and Jenny and things like that. And we're so grateful for for those ideas, actually, right? Because I think the shop analyzer was it wasn't my idea. It was um, gosh, who was it? I don't know, it was yours, Cassie's. Yeah, exactly. Mine, mine and Cassie's, yeah. Yeah. Mine and Cassie's were like, and this would be a game changer for Etsy sellers. Like, you have to do this. And, uh, and then you did, I, I like, and I expected it like a year or two years down the road. And it was just like a, like a month later, like totally. hey, check this out. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And technically it was actually a pretty challenging thing because like some shops have like literally 2000 listings, right? right. So not in order to get all those listings in a matter of a second or a couple of seconds, it's actually pretty challenging technically. But fortunately we were able to do it because we had the idea from you guys and then trademark monitor too. That was Cassie. I think that first brought it and, I, and then a couple other people brought it up after I'm like, oh, interesting. We should build this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, seriously, like, um, our team is powerful, like, uh, and it's growing and we're, we're still hiring. We're going to be probably double the size where we are currently, um, just because we have a clear roadmap on like how to help Etsy sellers succeed. And I think e-commerce is going to continue to grow. Obviously the opportunity is just going to get bigger for every entrepreneur that wants to build an online business. So we're just going to keep going because this is something that we love and sustainable and passionate about it. It's a tool that I personally use every day on Etsy. It has awesome. been such a time saver for me because when I first started selling on Etsy, I mean, we had nothing. I mean, we had we had E-Rank we could go to for keyword research, you know, which was helpful. Yeah, there's maybe Alora, things like that. Mm -hmm. yep. And it just, it was very limited. And what we had to do for a turn research was just go on Etsy, type in our niche idea, and we had to like open up a bunch of tabs and click on things that we thought were bestsellers or could maybe had the bestseller badge and like spent forever building mm -hmm. out this whole spreadsheet of like bestsellers to get ideas. And we didn't have any idea really of knowing how successful, how successful the listing was and how much, you know, estimated sales, anything like that. If we oh, wanted yeah. to investigate it, we could, but like, it took so much time and I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a busy mom. <laughs> I have two kids, two kiddos. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. I don't ha Gosh. have a lot of time. And, and when I started at see, I was working full time. Um, you know, maintaining a household and, and it just took so much time. And now I'm just like, click, boom, I already know what it is. And it's just, Perfect. it really has, it has, it's changed my time. It's changed how I do product research. It's changed my Etsy shop, how, how I design everything. So I, I mean, it's such an easy tool to use. That's, That's why like, I, I recommend it to everyone. I'm like, okay, if you're an Etsy seller, you need to have this. Like, Totally. It just goes hand in hand, hand in hand. I love that. I seriously love that. I appreciate you sharing that so much. I, I think that some, and, and I know, I know we are, we're always thinking about this. We always understand that like people starting their bit, brand new business, they're, they're worried about like a few dollars spending $30 a month or something like that. Sure. It is, it is a lot, you know, when you're, when you're first starting out because you don't really have the confidence in like if what you're going to do is actually going to work. But if you actually have confidence that it, it just takes one listing to really change my entire business. And when I say change your business, like one listing can generate hundred, hundred sales, 200 sales, a thousand sales. I've seen it happen. I have, I have single listings that have generated 30K for me in in a few months time period. You yes. know, not even like the life expectancy of it. I mean, in a few months, especially like during fourth quarter when things heat up. I mean, yeah. Totally. Absolutely. The idea, like that's the way I look at everybody too, is like, we don't, we, I, I, we have no interest in being like the cheapest tool. We, we want to be the most valuable tool, you know? Right. And if we can, if for $30, if we can create... $30,000 for somebody in a matter of a few months or even a year, let's say two years, like that's, that's a win. We win. Every, everybody wins, you know, 
the customer wins, everybody wins, like the sell, the buyers win because they get products they actually wanted to. So really we focus on value. We're not interested in being like uh, the cheapest tool in the entire world because we don't believe the cheap, cheap is us. Cheap, cheap is actually just cheap. That's all it is. Um, we want to be the most valuable and most impactful to your business. And so we'll continue to always have that mindset. We're building features now also that's like on the roadmap of email, email marketing, things like that too. Um, there's a lot of repeat business, repeat business from your customers that your people aren't just not, aren't getting. Mm -hmm. People are afraid of email marketing because that's these terms of service and stuff make it kind of like gray area. Um, but we're building it in a way that's according to their terms of service. We're, we're doing it the right way. There's a lot of repeat customers that people are missing out on when they're getting those hundred sales that that we believe that like we can get those back to to our Etsy sellers. So we're excited about that. Review automation. I, I know me and you've talked about that. Uh getting reviews for those sales as well. We're kind of building those those core things that you need for your Etsy business. And eventually we will be in the print on demand space too and helping like people with print on demand. That's another conversation for another day. But yeah, we're gonna continue to build and launch valuable things. That's really exciting. I really I'm really excited to hear about the email marketing too, because I personally never email marketed um, as a newer Etsy sh shop owner, I mm -hmm. just like, like you said, I was kind of worried about the gray area. Yep. I didn't, and I didn't understand the the amount of sales that could be driven from it. Um, until I got into content creation and started building, building, a, you know, an audience and email list for that. And then I was like, oh my goodness, why have I not been doing this Crazy. for my Etsy shop? What was I thinking? Um, so if your shop is ever slow or you just want to drive more sales and to be able to control your traffic, um, if you don't have that email list for your customer base, Etsy controls it and you know, you know how Etsy can be with the, the algal changes and things like that. Yep. And to be able to, to be able to be able to control your customer base is super powerful for your Etsy shop and for your sales. That's it. I totally agree with this. Yeah. It's, it's a missed opportunity by every, some like 99% of e-commerce sellers email is powerful. It's always been powerful. It always is powerful. It's not dead. Uh, it's, it's still, it's just a solid, stable thing that you need to have at some point. It doesn't need to be right away when you're start, starting your Etsy business. Mm -hmm. Um, but at some point you need to think I need to move into email marketing at some point. It doesn't need to be this hard thing to move into. It could be like one of those things where you're building a list, you nurture the audience, mm -hmm. you know, stay in touch with them, build a, build a relationship with them through email and, uh, don't just spam them with a bunch of sales, right? Add value to them and then sprinkle in some sales. It's a way for you to really build an audience and you could kind of stabilize your revenue, mm -hmm. meaning it's more predictable this way. Cause you know, that when you send an email out, you send a thousand emails, you're going to get, you know, X amount of people to convert on that, those emails. And then it, you could do that once a day or once a month or once a week, I mean, something like that. And you can like kind of stabilize your business mm -hmm. and then you turn it into like a funnel almost. And so that's the way I look at email marketing. Uh, with Etsy, it's a little bit tricky because obviously you're not allowed to just go and email every single right. person that buys from they you. They have to right? subscribe to the email list. Mm -hmm. That's right. But what, you, what they are able to, what you are able to do as a seller is you're able to send them transactional emails, meaning a buyer, an order confirmation, a shipment confirmation, order delivery, and then also ask for a review about the transaction. And so this process you're allowed to do according to Etsy's terms of service at the moment, at least. And we're going to ever be able to automate this and process for you. Um, and then with those emails, every single one of those emails, you'll be able to, we're automatically going to ask them if they want to subscribe to your email list in every single one of those emails. So it's an opportunity to ask them if they want to subscribe. So if they do a certain percentage of them will, will subscribe, they're going to go into your subscribe list and then you're free to email them whenever, however often you want. And so the more you get sales, it's like an engine, right? The more you get sales, the more subscribers you get, the more subscribers you get, the more times you can email them, the more revenue you'll generate. And it's going to be this awesome and the engine. Etsy rewards you too, because Etsy rewards you when you're driving some of your that, that own traffic. Nailed it. Totally agree with us. Yeah. And as long as you take care of your audience and not spam them and be, mm -hmm. you know, 
unethical. Um, Etsy, Etsy, Etsy will like this. You know, the fact that they're getting more sales from you staying in touch, you know, authentically with uh, with your buyers. So excited. Okay. Well, really quickly, um, I want to make sure everyone knows how much um, Everbee costs and then how to get it. Yeah. So um, Everbee.io, it's free forever um, when you sign up. Uh, we have a free plan. It has some limitations. You can basically get 10 analytic searches per month. And then when you, if you decide you want to kind of have more of that, we have a pro plan. It's called it's for $7.99, $8 a month has kind of like that more the next level of research um highly get, most of the value will come from our growth plan and that's 29.99 per month or you can buy for the annual plan which is 19.99 a month that's where most of the value is and that's uh where you have like basically unlimited access to all the features uh that they're there unlimited keyword research unlimited product research um shop analyzers everything's pretty much trademark monitor all that stuff is there um we will have a business plan at some point because we've been asked for like mm-hmm. people that are or companies that are more serious and like growing their business further, we'll probably have like another pricing tier, maybe by the time this comes, this comes out, um, called the business plan, but we don't at the moment. And, um, yeah, highly recommend it. It's something that everyone should at least be looking at using data to make decisions in their business. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Cody. It was uh, such a pleasure speaking with you and learning more about Everbee and learning more about how to, to be successful in Etsy. Um, so make sure to subscribe below if you haven't already so that you don't miss the next video. And in the description box below, I'm going to throw in a bunch of links to Everbee, to my interview with Cody um, on his podcast. So be sure to check those links out below. You're awesome. Angel, thank you so much for having me on seriously. And I guess last, last thing I'll mention to anybody listening to this, keep going. It's if you're kind of going through a hard time, just like keep going. Uh, it will, it can work. It only takes one listing to really change your entire business and your life. We've said it a couple of times, but keep going and you will figure it out. Thanks. Cool. That, that's very inspiring. Awesome. Thanks, Angel. Thanks.